Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. Hello, hello. How are you, my friend? Oh, man. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to be honest. I am really hesitant to record this episode. So backstory, a few weeks ago, I shared a question on Instagram, which I do occasionally and just ask people, hey, what are you struggling with? Like, how can I support you? And someone responded and said they were struggling with their marriage. And my heart just broke. Like I just broke for her because any kind of relationship, if there's struggle in it, it's really intense and it can be really hard to work through and walk through and figure out how to navigate. And my initial thought was, I'm not gonna, you know, use that as content. I'll just send her a message and tell her like, hey, I'm praying for you. You know, please let me know if you need any support or whatever. And then it just was really clear that I needed to do an episode about it. And so that's why I'm feeling uncomfortable. Because I am not a marriage expert, guys. I don't, I don't have a lot of experience. I'm, I've only been married for 11 years. And so I just, I didn't feel like it's necessarily my wheelhouse. Um, but I also really felt like the Lord was just like, all right, you need that one. You need to talk about that one. So here goes. The first thing that I want to say is that all the things that I'm going to share about could also be applicable to other relationships. So it doesn't just have to be marriage. It could be your boyfriend. It could be a a good friend, a best friend. Um, So just know that if you're not in a relationship at the moment, I really hope that you can take these ideas and apply them to other areas of your life. And hopefully it's encouraging. Okay, so... The first thing that I want to talk about is that often when we are in a relationship with someone and there is tension or turmoil or something isn't right, we tend to get a very um, negative view of the other person. And so here's what I mean by that. You might find yourself in a position of being like, if only they would just do blah, 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 blah. You know, like, oh my gosh, they never do blah, blah, blah. And it's really easy to say that in any kind of instance in a relationship, right? Like I can get frustrated at my husband for, um, you know, leaving something out, although it's usually me that leaves things out. Um, but that is a very common response, right? When you're in a, in a close relationship with someone, it's very easy to instantly start looking at what they're doing wrong. And so recently I had this moment with my hubby, he came home and he had had a a tough day and he snipped at me from the kitchen. And, um, I instantly was like, fluffed like I call it fluffed when I get flustered and so I was like why is he why is how and in my head I'm like how dare he you know because we've all been there right and so I snipped back and it really wasn't that big of a deal but we were both tired and so we kind of you know 
just I just let it go for a minute and then I thought wait a second <laughs> wait a second Kate see whether or not he should have snipped at me wasn't really the point the point was the moment that he walked in the door I checked out he walked in the door and I was like all right my job is done I've done all the house things I've done all the kid things I've done the dinner making I've done all the things now I can sit down and get on my phone now Caveat, there's nothing wrong with sitting down and getting on your phone if you have time and space for it. The issue was is that I realized in like a split second that I do not want to be the kind of wife that checks out the moment her husband walks in the door. Right? I don't want to be the kind of wife that the moment he walks in the door, I am completely not paying attention. I am not intentional with my time. I'm not being purposeful in spending time with him and listening to him in pouring into the relationship that we have. And it was a huge wake up call for me because initially I was frustrated at him for his little snip. But what I realized is it's not actually about him. I decided in that moment the kind of person that I was and the kind of person that I decided to be in that moment was not the person that I wanted to be. I want to be more intentional than that. So it really, it was, it was a mind blown moment, right? <laughs> and what it really made me realize is when we put the focus on other people, on the other person, we're not taking a step back and thinking, okay, but what about me? Who do I want to be in this situation? Do I want to be the person that inflames this argument? Do I want to be the person that tries to bring peace into this situation? Do I want to be the person who never speaks her mind and is absolutely miserable? Or do I want to be the person that says, hey, you know, I understand that you're coming from this perspective, but I need you to see my perspective. This is where I'm at, right? There are so many different aspects of life that this can apply to. But what really rocked my world was just realizing how quick I was to blame him. Now, again, it was over a little thing. Like, he didn't need to snip. I certainly didn't need to snip back. Again, we were tired. We were not at our best selves. <laughs> but the moments leading after that just hit me like a ton of bricks when I realized no matter where he's at, I was not being the kind of person that I want to be. And so the first thing that I want to tell you or share with you if you're in a relationship, if you're struggling in a relationship, is are you being the person that you want to be regardless of the outcome of the situation? Regardless of if you have the win in the argument that you want, regardless of if the relationship works out or not, regardless of all of that, are you being the kind of human being that you want to be? Wow, that was a lot of beings. We're just human beings being human. Um, <laughs> so I just, I hope that that is, I know it's a tough reminder and it was for me. It was, it was uncomfortable to realize that I had checked out, that I had turned into someone that I don't want to be, someone that is not being intentional, someone that's kind of just shutting out the world. And granted, I was tired, but I still don't want that to be my excuse. It's like, oh, well, I'm tired. That's not 
good enough for me. <laughs> That's not a good enough excuse on the majority of days. Now, there are times when, like, tiredness needs to win no matter what you know if you're exhausted that's fine but but in reality all of his actions aside all of that other person's actions aside what kind of person do you want to be or do you feel like you need to be in the middle of the struggle that you're in right now and how can you walk that out regardless of the outcome oh it is so hard Again, this is why this, this episode, it just feels really uncomfortable. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't feel qualified. <laughs> okay, the next thing that I want to talk about, and I will probably get a little nerdy here, y'all, because I can't help myself, um, is to learn your personality type and learn your significant other's personality type or your best friend's personality type. Really dive into this because here's the thing. I looked up the statistics and like over 50 or close to 60% of issues in a marriage revolve around communication and also a couple other like one of the other things is money and I would guarantee you that the issue with money is that you're not communicating about money so that also applies to communication um you're not communicating your differences with money right and so personality typing has been absolutely massive in my marriage in my relationship with my hubby um and here's why we were not able to communicate in on the same level because there were very different we're very different people and so in some ways we're very similar we're very much high energy we are both um go-getters we both are very entrepreneurial minded we have a lot in common but when I started learning about personality types, my biggest issue, ironically, I was the one that struggled with communication. And it's so interesting. I love talking, right? <laughs> but I like encouraging and talking about the good stuff. So the minute that anything uncomfortable came up, I would shut down. And so what I learned in, um, in personality typing is that I need to learn how to communicate when it feels uncomfortable, when it feels like I may start an argument, when it feels like I don't want to talk about that or I can just say I'm fine and move on. Side note, you're not fine. If you have to say you're fine, you're not fine. Um, and so one of the biggest things that helped me with personality typing specifically, the first typing test that I found was the Myers-Briggs. And it's probably one of the simplest. It breaks your personality into like four different categories. Um, and the most powerful one for us was the fact that my husband is a thinker and I'm a feeler. So he is very logical. He is very like mathematical. Everything happens in a certain way. And I'm not, right? I am a feeler. I'm actually a hyper feeler. <laughs> so when he would say something, it would come across to me as very hurtful because I would feel his words and he was just like logically saying, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. So when I first uncovered my personality type in the Myers-Briggs testing, which by the way, if you're curious, I'm an ENFP. Um, <laughs> I like to say that means I'm a hot mess with a side of crazy. <laughs> Um, but really what it gave me was the words to explain why I was reacting 
the way I was reacting. Because before that, if something made me uncomfortable or I got frustrated, I just stuffed it, right? I was a stuffer because I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to bring it up. I was like, I can deal with this. It's okay. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. And so I would just stuff it until I couldn't stuff it anymore. And then I would fall apart. I would like be a weepy mess. And he was like, what, how, and why are you crying? <laughs> because again, he's logical. He's a thinker. He doesn't have the same level of emotion that I do. And so what it gave me was the words to communicate. This is what you said. This is how I took it. This is why it upset me so much. And so poor guy, like he had a lot of work to do as far as learning me because I hadn't opened up and shared anything with him because it was uncomfortable. And so that was part one. And so we had a lot of just learning how to communicate with each other. And that's a normal part in any relationship, right? Um, but I think personality typing can help so much because it helps you understand yourself. So like me, you have the words to explain if you're struggling in that area. Or you can say, you know, this is how I think. If you're a logical thinker, you may say, I'm really logical and I don't understand why this person is acting like this. But you can go to them and say, okay, I am super logical. Like you need to like put it on a spreadsheet. Help me understand this. So you can communicate to them and help them talk to you in a way that makes sense to you. The other side of this is that you can learn their personality type. Um, and this is really helpful for understanding how to shift the way you communicate in a way that makes sense to them. And so this has been really helpful for me knowing that my husband is very logical. Everything needs to make sense to him. When I go to him with something that I need his advice on or his help with, it really helps if I have like a presentation prepared. I don't actually mean that I like make a whiteboard and put sticker, put pictures all over it. I just mean I need to think about it ahead of time. And like I will think, okay, I want to talk about this. I want to discuss this and blah, blah, blah. We're going to talk about all these couple things. It's going to go in this order. And I want to make sure that I touch on A, B, and C points because logical thinkers do not do like rat's nest well which is what feelers brains and emotions are often like we everything's connected to everything and to an extent my husband bless him has had to learn that and because sometimes I can't untangle the rat's nest <laughs> sometimes things are connected to things right but if I can go with like separate kind of thought processes already that I've already kind of prepared it helps me communicate in a more clear and concise manner which makes more sense in his brain does that make sense okay the next thing that can be really helpful with personality typing is understanding if you are an inward versus an outward processor and here's what I mean by that um, some people are very talkative some people are talkative in one aspect, like me, where I'm really talkative when it's like happy and bubbly and like encouraging. And I can sit with people who have bad emotions, but I don't want to share my own. <laughs> I will become an inward processor when I am going through something. Um, if you are going through something, I would love to support you in it. Don't ask me how I am. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> my friends know I'm working on opening up more. Um... But there are some people that are outward processors, and these are people that tend to vent, they tend to unload, and I know that some people are like that. And so 
when you are, maybe you're an inward processor with an outward processor and you may feel completely bowled over by the amount of info that they dump at you. Let's say they come home and they like unload their entire day on you and you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot handle this level of frustration. And they're like, what? I'm not frustrated. I'm fine. Like there's nothing wrong. I just was talking and you're left feeling like your hair's been blown backwards and lit on fire. So this is where understanding that personality type can really help. Um, I am married to someone who, when he is frustrated, can be an outward processor. It's not all the time, but sometimes he just needs to unload, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. The issues happened for me when he would need to unload and need to get some stuff off of his chest and I did not have the emotional capacity to hold space for that. And so I would find myself taking on his frustration and his emotional state, although honestly, he wasn't in an emotional state. So he would, you know, vent, talk about something, get it off his chest as normal people do, <laughs> as one does. And I would take all of his emotion on as someone who is a hyper feeler. And then he would be like looking at me saying, why, why are you so upset right now? And it was just a really difficult thing that we had to learn how to walk through and communicate about. So what I had to do was learn how to hold space when I could and also learn how to say, hey, my day was absolutely awful today. I need a few minutes to get in the right headspace so that I can chat with you. Can I have a few minutes? Instead of taking everything on board and getting so overwhelmed and overloaded that I was a basket case because I didn't have the emotional capacity to hold space for the person that I love. And other times I do have the emotional capacity to hold space for whatever he needs to unload. So it's a constant give and take and push and pull and making sure that I'm aware of my emotional state so that I'm not taking on emotions that were never mine to have, right? He just had a bad day and needs to let it out and talk to someone that he trusts. If you are at all interested in any of the personality tests that I have mentioned, um, I will include a link to the Myers-Briggs. I think it is the simplest to learn, um, especially if you're just starting out. It's fairly accurate. Um, that can help you just kind of get started. And the more you learn about the typing, the easier it is to kind of understand it, learn all the nuances, and just see how it can help you. Another interesting thing is if you are into the Enneagram, look at your stress number, the number that you go to in stress or when you're upset. That can really be telling to show you how you act when you are in a position where you feel uncomfortable or where life isn't going good and it can really help you see kind of areas that you may need to work on. So it's really awesome tool for personal growth and for learning how to communicate in relationships. Okay, number three. I'm going to talk about getting honest and this one is uncomfortable and I've mentioned it a few times but I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm fine is not being honest. 
if you are not genuinely fine, you're not being honest. And that's not fair to them. And it's not fair to you. And so this is so, so crucial. And this, like I just mentioned, this has made such a big difference in my relationship with my hubby because I have realized how many times I was honest, I was actually lying (laughs) in the effort of keeping the peace or making someone else happy or trying to just stuff my emotions because I can deal with it on my own. If you're not actually fine, you're not actually be fine. You're not actually fine. And I would just so encourage you, you have to train yourself to speak up. And it is so uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. (laughs) But I promise you it is worth it. If you are in relationship with someone who genuinely cares, who genuinely wants to work things out, who genuinely, you know, is there for you, they are only going to be more genuine and open and honest the more that you become genuine and open and honest. And I know that some of the people that I coach often really struggle with speaking their mind. They often are Enneagram 9s. They're the peacemaker. They just want to make everybody happy and they stuff their own feelings down in order to try to make everyone else happy. Enneagram 2s can do this as well. They're really good at trying to love on everyone around them and often they forget that they also need love and they need care and they need kindness as well. So if you are not fine, please stop stuffing. Please remember that as difficult and as uncomfortable as it is, you're not really being honest with your partner if you're not speaking up and speak and saying, I'm not okay right now. And if they have the capacity for it, and if you have a good relationship, they're going to sit down with you and be like, okay, what do you need? And if they aren't like that, there's a little bit of a red flag there, right? Maybe they need to do some work. Maybe they're not willing to do some work and you need to work through all of that. Um, I know it's uncomfortable and I... Again, this is why I didn't want to do this episode. (laughs) It's not all butterflies and rainbows, guys. The other thing that I want to mention with this is if you are a person who is too honest, (laughs) who is bluntly honest, who says, I just say it like it is, and you are the one that may be going around and trampling on someone's feelings, I would really encourage you to look for their perspective, maybe learn about their personality type, and look for their perspective or their thought process first. Stop, take a moment, and look at where they're coming from. Because if you do that first, you will have such, and you may not get it right all the time, right? Like you may think this is what I think they're thinking, and then you get in conversation with them, and that's not at all where they were going with that thing that they told you or whatever. Um, But you will have a better perspective even if you get it wrong. And also, you can ask them. Ask them for their perspective on the issue that you want to just lay over, on lay the honesty out. You know, you're a fount of honesty. You just want to tell it like it is. 
ask them where they're at on that issue, where they stand, what they think about it before you unload. And you may find the communication lines open a lot more because instead of you just blasting honesty at them, you're getting a better understanding before you open your mouth. So I hope that's encouraging. I know it's a little, probably a little stinging of an episode today. All right, the last one, the last point that I want to share. I want you most of all to work on yourself. And here's what I mean by this. If you are in a relationship with someone, whether it's a friendship, a marriage, a boyfriend, a fiance, whatever, if there is struggle there and you are constantly arguing and you're constantly you know, being called out or calling them out, you're constantly in this tension, if you start to work on yourself, you start to work on your reactions, the kind of person that you want to be, your honesty levels, you're trying to learn how to communicate better. If you start to do these things and do the work for yourself on yourself, it will do one of two things. And this is where it gets really scary, guys. It will either call them up or and draw them up or they'll decide to walk away. It is that blunt. It will either help them understand you more and you will learn to work through it. You'll learn better ways to communicate. You'll understand each other better. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. You'll still fight, right? We all do. Um, But it will either call them up or they will decide to walk away. And when I first started learning about personality typing, my thinker logical hubby was so frustrated that I would constantly push like Enneagram memes at him and be like, look, this is why I do this. This is why I react this way. And I was like, I'm sorry, but I just, I'm so excited because I understand how to communicate now. And for a while, I was honestly probably really selfish because it was all about me and I feel so bad for him in that, but I needed to grow in that way so that I could learn how to communicate better and then I began to understand him better and I began to understand, okay, this is what he needs. This is what works best for him. Let's try this. Let me, you know, see how this form of chatting or explaining something works. We still have bumps. Everyone does. But if you start to work on yourself, if you start to figure out, I am really good in this situation and I'm not good in this situation. How can I fix the situation that I'm not good in? How can I work on being a better human being in this in this instance? What would it look like if I didn't check out the moment he walked in? What would it look like if we didn't turn on the TV for half an hour before we sat down on the couch, right? We sit on the couch and we turn the TV on and neither of us communicate. What if we stopped? What if we left the TV off for 10 minutes and just chatted for a few minutes to catch up on our day? What would it look like? Again, working on yourself and it will do one of two things. It will either call them up or it will make them walk away. And that is really uncomfortable. I have, thank goodness, I have been in a situation where we call each other up. I am so blessed. But I know not everyone is like that. Someone that I know had a situation where she was growing and he was not interested and they ended up splitting over it. And it was heartbreaking and devastating. But that is the reality of growth and healing and learning and 
just just growing as as you grow you either grow other things with you or the other things are like mm, I'm not interested and they're just gonna walk away and it, it is uncomfortable it's really uncomfortable to say that but that's the truth so Whew, this was a long episode. I really, really hope this was encouraging. I hope it was encouraging, not just for people in marriages, but also if you are in a um, a friendship, if you're in a business relationship, if there's discord in an area of your life that has to do with someone else, maybe some of these tips would be really helpful. Um, I hope you have an amazing week and no matter what else, please keep chasing wonderment. Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.